Yeah. Coming at you, everybody. Yeah. I like this part. Everybody! Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. The podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Nick Tulo in the house, honorary comedian. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh Welcome to Cal, baby. <laughs> we got tons and tons of spicy, spicy, muy, muy, muy caliente wrestling reactions coming at you like Cleopatra, baby. Gubba, gubba. We had to play the old Moxley song because if I play Wild Thing, this will get flagged immediately. <laughs> but a lot of the wrestling songs go under the radar. So we pretend here that Moxley's still coming out of the crowd to this song that's called Unscripted Violence, um, which is... I mean, it's a banger. Wait, this song's called Unscripted Violence, which is the opposite of what he does. Um, he's a, his occupation is a scripted uh, violence man. That's what a yeah. professional wrestler is. Mm -hmm. So it's an ironic name for a song. Tulo, what up? At Tiptoe with Tulo. Give Tulo a follow. Give me a follow. Correct. At, at Last Improv Show. At Comedy Pole Show. Yeah. Lots a lot of, of ads. Lots of lots Donnie of sellouts, man. The Donnie sellouts over here, man. This guy just you put him in a building. He sells it out. It's I mean, what are we on? Like fucking like you're like Billy Joel, bro. I'm uh, you just, doing you're Billy here. Joel, bro. You're Billy, you trying to go for that Billy Joel? Some you trying to <laughs> like to do improv shows with a small audience <laughs> at a big venue with those empty seats. <laughs> I'm selling out shows with a packed house and a made-up skit. <laughs> I'm doing improv. <laughs> the soul—it's sold-out hit. I don't know. Listen, we got to work on this, folks. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's uh, my improv. No, Tulo's referring to uh, in in. I do a show called The Last Improv Show. Follow at Last Improv Show. Um, and all the shows have been selling out. They've been a fucking blast. I told everybody here on this podcast that once this fucking pandemic was over, I'm coming out swinging, baby. I'm coming out hot. And I'm ready to perform. I ain't sitting in my house for any disease ever again. I'll tell you what. If they come out with a new virus where they're like, yo, you get this one, you're actually a goner. I'm still performing, okay? <laughs> I'll turn to a zombie on stage. Okay. <laughs> That's well, I'll some say this. improv. For the real cowheads out there, I do miss uh, just like when we couldn't do anything but play Among Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be one of the craziest sus. times in our life. Oh, our life. Man, like, sus. None of us could go to work. Nothing was open. You couldn't even go to the fucking movies. You know, like, we, all said, we all said gaslighting, but no one knew what gaslighting meant. <laughs> or at least we, I did All cow listeners would get together Just play Among Us I remember one Suzables made me swear on Bianca Belair Too <laughs> That that I wasn't lying And because I swore on Bianca Belair uh, We won It was Phil It's always Phil It's always Phil folks Patreon.com slash comedians wrestling Support this podcast Get access to our bonus episodes uh, 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 That we'll be throwing up Uh 
Two and I will coordinate this week, see if we can get one out uh, this week. I'm back at studio, ready to rock here. So much to talk about. Many are saying too much to talk about in the world of pro wrestling. True. I, um, Tulo, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to just jump right into wrestling. I know sometimes we, you know, it's easy to go on a Game of Thrones detour, House of Dragon detour. It's easy I to go see. on a... I just finished Better Call Saul. You want to like, start? You want to just start with Better Call Saul? Or do you want maybe we do but, maybe we do uh, uh, a Game of Thrones bonus set with a little House like of Dragon? How will be the House of the American Dragon? We're gonna do a Daniel Bryan. We're, we can only talk about Daniel Bryan or Game of Thrones. <laughs> which honestly, we could probably do the House of the American Dragon, which we definitely could do. <laughs> I have a lot to say about Daniel Bryan. What crazy. about Ricky the Dragon? Can we talk about Ricky the Dragon? Steamboat? Yeah, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, and then who else? Any other dragon? Dragon Lee? Yeah, Dragon Lee is allowed to be discussed. I don't have that much to say about him. He's very good, but I rarely see him wrestle. Soraya and... sounds like someone we can discuss on House of the Dragon. I think we should jump right in there. So let's just jump right into AW Grand Slam because I, I just cool. watched it, and I and I, I got a lot to say. Uh, notoriously, I was at the last Grand Slam. Fun fact for the new listeners. Right. My experience at the last Grand Slam was at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Now, if people don't know this about Arthur Ashe, Arthur Ashe Stadium is run by the city of uh, Manhattan, New York City. So it's like anything run by a government. It's got, like, no parking. It's a fucking, it's fucking mayhem over there. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like a national park, I believe, technically, you know? And, is uh, it really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah World's yeah. Fair. So it actually kind of sucks. Arthur Ashe, but smartly, AEW has made that like their home New York venue. I mean, they do shows mm -hmm. at UBS, smartly UBS and Arthur Ashe. They don't touch Barclay or MSG, which are notorious WWE venues, you know? Love it. Uh, I still haven't been to UBS, but I hear good things. Great arena. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So, uh, Grand Slam, last one I was at, notoriously was there. Rocking the cow title, rocking uh, American Dragon. It was Brian. It was uh, Daniel Bryan's first match. Uh, That's right. His first match back, and he wrestled Kenny Omega. Right. That was one of the yeah. best matches I've ever seen in my life. Amazing. I like, tweeted about that today. I was like, I, "Will they ever top that?" Like, I mean, it was just like one of the coolest moments I've I've seen in AEW. Well, ever. the reason it's I'm like, bringing it up is not just a recap because I. It, it, okay. That match, what? I'll just jump right to it. I was gonna set the stage of it. That what I was gonna say is when I bumped into my friend who's like, "Yo, Dan Black," and I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm wearing, I'm rocking all wrestling gear <coughs> in my late thirties, and he's like, "You oh. like this shit?" And he's like, "I'm just here to support my my girlfriend's brother," and he's <coughs> my friend who still dates MJF's sister. <coughs> you know, so he was there with MJF and their family. <coughs> And he's just like, can't tell Dan is sick, out. by the way. Sorry. Sick, a little sick. Hold Who on. just got engaged? <coughs> I got re-engaged. No, no, you're talking MJF. <laughs> I'm never getting married again. Everybody knows that. Um, but, uh, 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 yeah, MJF got engaged, which came to the promo. So, anyway, that was just a funny thing because I was, like, excited to be there. And then it's dangerous. If you're that close to home, I could be yep. caught in full marquetry. Yo, Dan Black. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, hey. <laughs> What's up, man? But 
Not that I'm ever actually embarrassed to be. You know, I didn't really care. I don't give a shit. I love wrestling. I do. I stick to the fact that it's one of the highest forms of art. To the point that actually I was disappointed in Jericho. Now I'm jumping all around. Jericho made a post that was. Uh, uh, <clears throat> he he made a post that was. Uh, like, it was him beat up after his match, you know? And he's like, yeah, like, these guys don't get hit or something. And I'm like, are we still defending wrestling like that? Like, Jericho, come on, bro. Like, <coughs> sorry, guys, you have to bear with me here. Yo, what I'm saying is, like, we have to reframe the defense of pro wrestling. Anyone who's, I've talked about this before, but like anyone who's coming at pro wrestling from the standpoint of it, that the violence isn't real is just an idiot. Like, the, the, yeah. the, who cares about that? Like, it's like, it's never pretending to be that. It's very clearly, if you watch it for literally four seconds, very clearly uh, choreographed, uh, scripted, story based television show. Just like every other show, right? Mm-hmm. The argument should be more that the storytelling that goes on in pro wrestling, because it because it toes the line of being real, is what elevates it and makes it way better. It sucks that like you still have Jericho having the like '80s argument about wrestling, where it's like we don't yeah. you don't need and like matter of fact, it is kind of fake if you want to be honest. Like it it hurts, but it's not. <clears throat> It's not as, let's say, dangerous, even though you can argue wrestling is more dangerous because some of the bumps you take. But let's mm-hmm. say it's not as dangerous as UFC fighting. It's not supposed to be. Yeah. It's more of a show. It's more of like, right? So <clears throat> when when Jericho has that argument, I feel like it hurts wrestling because it makes wrestling seem like it's trying to compete with real fighting, you know, yeah. like boxing. And that shit is stupid. Anyway, <laughs> disappointed in Jericho on that. Here's the re- that match was incredible. Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega a year ago, because and, I, and I'm curious to get your take on this, Hulo. Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan is a match you like never thought you would see, right? Right. That this is the issue. Kenny Omega is so important because Kenny Omega is a uh, an indie lifer, essentially, in wrestling. Like, he's, like, mm-hmm. the, the best non-WWE guy, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, when the main event starts and it's Moxley versus Daniel Bryan, you know, you, when you're doing this pod as long as we are, you start taking a step back and you go, like, I'm getting a little worked here that this is a match that I've never seen before or this is a match that is... And then you look at all the other matches, right? Like Claudio versus Jericho and stuff. You're like, these are, this is starting to be just WWE, right? It's a big problem, you know? Yes. <laughs> Where are you at dude, on this, too? Thank like, you. You are like every, you said a very, like, yeah. pers- I was trying to like formulate it a lot today. I was like, what is it? Like, and then I just realized it's like, I feel like I've seen this all like, yeah, acclaimed winning cool moment. But like even the women's stuff was like stuff. And I was like, 
I just feel like I've seen this. All. I've seen Moxley win. It's not as exciting right now. I've I've seen Jericho Claudio yeah. because it's happened in WWE, and uh, you know, and and that even seemed forced. It kind of came out of nowhere. So like Tony's like, you said it like a couple of weeks ago. It's like Tony's not this shiny new object. He's not this like new thing that's up and coming. It's actually reversed now. It's like all of a sudden like WWE is that. It's wrestlers are coming back. People are getting signed. And a reset button is being hit. And now you're starting to see all the things that you wanted to see out of WWE. And now with AEW, I'm just like, okay, like half of these matches don't have any stories in them. You know, well, they're just. We like, I don't care. About and it's kind of predictable. And it's kind of, he's kind of showing his hand yeah. too. He's kind of like, like you can call his bluff. It's like. Kind of knew Jericho was win- going to win when they started talking about how he's never won the ROH title, right? Well, and they started and then, calling it the Ocho right before. Yeah, and then Once the Ocho happened, shirt like, popped uh, it up immediately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I think so, Tulo. I'm I'm actually going to bring up some of your points from like last week right now, which is that at the end of the day, what what AEW starting to feel like is that Tony Khan is seeing that the money and the ratings are in the WWE guys. You know. Like the stars that were already made over there, you know? And he's leaning heavy, heavy, heavy into that, including the page debut, you know? Um, and so oh. if if AEW is going to become WWE debut 2.0. central, right? <laughs> WWE 2.0. <laughs> they got a big problem on their hands. Like, they, there's no excuse for, for AEW to not have some character that touches... That is something like Bray Wyatt. Now, I don't mean that he has to be exactly like that. What I mean is that a character that original, like an Abyss or something from like um, like TNA and stuff, like where, where the other co- competing companies were able to have a wrestler who you're like, oh, shit, that guy's stealing focus. Now, you have MJF, right, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is the big defense. And then you have Kenny, but he's suspended in the box. But when the Kenny and the when the box, they're gone. You know, uh, I'm just saying it's a little bit. The show is a little bit of a the guys who left WWE. It's starting to feel a little bit like that, which makes the show feel a little bit like uh, lesser. So they they need to correct that. And I'm not saying something they can't correct or anything. But boy, oh boy, I don't think anybody saw Moxley win and go and feel like super satisfied by that, right? Yeah, I and I always. I'm also like it's I'm leaning hard into this theory, too, is that like AEW is a much better show to go see live. Like it's an indie show times a thousand. You're getting like an indie, an indie show feel, but with like the best wrestlers, you know? So like when you're in an AEW crowd, I mean, that 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 Arthur Ashe Stadium crowd was like fucking bonkers, man. I mean, like and it. It's always like that. And you can when you go back and watch Kenny and Brian Danielson, yeah. Like you that's a moment that I will remember forever. It's it's burned into my brain. I was like when everybody just stood up in the whole entire stadium because they were seeing this moment happen. But like it was crazy when they kicked off the show. When I was in the house very, where like they were, yeah. they were like, Holy shit, they're gonna this start with this. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. And it's to me, it's very rinse and repeat right now. Like that's what AEW is feeling like. And it's, and, and, and it's, I'm enjoying it, but like, I'm not into it, you know, like, I'm not like, 
like wondering what's going to happen next. Like even the Soraya was like, cool. But like Tony Khan has done nothing up to this point to prove that her coming here is going to matter. You know, like it's, that's just the facts. That's it's, I'm not speaking like over the top about it. It's the facts. He does not build the women's division and you can see, and that was perfectly displayed on Wednesday when another fatal four way with, like kind of like a weird kind of finish and feel to it. Like I don't know. I'm just well. The it, it's it's very clear to me that Tony Khan is headed down. Tony Khan's a big mark, obviously, but he's also mm-hmm. a big mark for actual professional wrestling, which is which is pretty cool. It makes him. It's pretty cool actually, and it makes him different than like Vince, let's say, right? Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it makes him different than Hunter. Because I think Triple H and Shawn have kind of got to a place where, you know, I mean, Shawn Michaels is the best in-ring wrestler maybe ever, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I keep pausing because I'm about to sneeze constantly. Uh, but, yeah, like, <clears throat> so what I'm saying is that at the same time, it feels like he is can put on a great professional wrestling show, you know? But ultimately, he's missing what makes wrestling incredible, which is the, the build-up you know, Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. the show. You know, The Rock used to take the criticism that, like, he was all lead up and that his matches stunk. You know, some people would say that. I was like, you know, they were like, he couldn't deliver on the pay-per-view. He was like a a raw SmackDown guy. He was great on selling you the match and then his matches were whatever. I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily agree, but I had a couple friends who would always say that, you know, and they would stick to it pretty hard. Um, But... Yeah, I think bo- bo- like I feel like when I'm watching AEW, it just feels a little bit like a mess right now. Where I'm like, all right, this Blackpool Combat Club, like I'm a little bit like, what is it exactly? Like what is it exactly? You know what I'm saying? Where, what, like I, I'm just not follow- I'm not feeling vested in the matches. They're not even in. They're not. In- they don't have segments in the ring. You know, uh, well, speaking to the crowd. Uh, there's not. There's not enough of it. There's not enough of showing of management. Of like, hey, here's how this place is running. And for me, it's just not as much my style. But that being said, the crowd was hot. The matches were great. But if I had to give a critique of Grand Slam and I was watching it, it felt like a show I was watching where it was match, 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 match. You know? And uh, it's a TV show. So I personally have seen a bajillion matches. So I want to be engaged a little more. MJF luckily comes out and breathes a little bit of life into the show, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and he was fucking great. I mean, great. He was. Oh, my God. I feel bad for any wrestler when they got to cut like Wheeler. Has to, like, oh, my God, he's got to cut a promo against all them. Uh, wheels, yeah. Wheelsy. Like he yeah. never had a shot. He never had no. a shot. But yeah, oh, man. No. Like, but I don't. I don't want to like. You said there's not a like there's being... not a there's not a guy in here who wouldn't let me sleep with their wives, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. he's like, but I, I wouldn't do it because I have standards, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like he's he's it's great. He's like old school. It's it, MJF's killing it. He's great, but he yeah. feels like he's on a different show, you know? And and he's he's kind of playing that, and I think he's obvious. I think he's doing that on purpose. Like he's trying. I he's literally differentiating him himself from the rest of the company. You know, no one else is doing what he's doing. It's not even close, yeah. honestly. But anyway, that all being said, his matches were there were a lot of great matches. The claim match was a blast. You know, blast. Um, that was a blast. And um, 
Uh, Daniel Bryan, Moxie, like, was awesome. This guy's just... Moxie's just unable to have a match. Where no blood. Like, yeah, no no blood, but a lot, no, of, a lot of, like, match. purple skin. A lot of, like, you know, a lot of bruise. No a lot of bruising. Dude, so I texted you. Oh, man. I love professional wrestling so much, man. Like, honestly. Yeah, great. I felt like when Mox did that stomp and into the Death Rider, he was just, like, saying, what's up to Seth? Like, you know, like, doing the stomp, is, and then right into your death rat, like into your finisher is like, is, is that the coolest way to say like, what's up to one of your boys? You know, like, it. Being it like was awesome. Incredible, man. Good stuff. Mox is the best, you know, like, and, and I love Mox. Like it's, it's dope that we're, we're back in this era uh, where Reigns is running uh, WWE and Mox is running AEW. Mox was supposed to be been on vacation and he can't even go on his vacation because he's got to carry this fucking company on his back. So it's it's kind of crazy. Did you hear that it's looking like Punk's going to be bought out of his contract? I didn't see that. Even, I'm in I'm in the sheets, bro. Deep in the sheets? Let's see. I saw some stuff. I'm see, I'm hearing that they're going to buy him out. Uh I'm sure that to let him go it cost, you know. It's going to cost I mean, them. I mean, this is what Meltzer is saying here, right? I don't know. So they finally me- have a good story ahead of them, and they're just going to let it go because people are in the back are, are wimps. <laughs> C- <laughs> CM Punk Come belongs on. in the AEW locker room. He's a blast. Um, <laughs> I love CM Punk. I, uh, I, 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 wait, what is this? Oh, oh, oh. This is- I'm watching a clip of... of- The reenactment of I'll watch a clip of Tony Khan talk about it, but yeah, no, I mean, listen, CM Punk, look, I'm always gonna come from the Mark standpoint, okay? I'm not like Donnie Fightful or whatever the fuck. I'm not being like, yo, man, the locker room needs to be healthy. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff because I'm an end user, okay? Now, if I work for one of these companies, that might be like, yo, every time CM Punk comes here, like, I'm worried about people's safety, and then that's different. But me, I'm I'm a guy who's just going. Yo, uh, I, I, I'm like, yo, CM Punk breathes real life into this show, you know? And so they have a great they have a great story going on here. They should all be fucking adults here. Figure it out. You got suspended? Now go sit down and be like, hey, look, this is wrestling. If they can't sit down and get this worked out, then that, that comes down to Tony Khan. He should be able mm-hmm. to get these guys in a room and be like, yo, this story... We have here is money. Everybody has to gain here. We have nuclear heat right now. Young Bucks, you can benefit from the rub of CM Punk. You know? And Punk, you can benefit from all this shit, right? I mean, you, you Punk gets to be uh, the top guy in AEW, right? I mean, if anything, just from speaking this out, what is Punk doesn't need this? He doesn't need the money, right? So <laughs> I would assume he, yeah. he would in some kind of way. I mean, well, it sounds like they're going to buy out his contract. I mean, I think he doesn't need the money. I'm sure he needs the money because he's not like a bajillionaire. You know what I mean? But buyout's uh, a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. You ask me. CM Punk should sure. come back. Um, And he's got what? Let him come back from his injury and then work it out. I don't know. That's what that's what that's what I want. 
It'll make you watch AEW. It'll make it'll make you invested in AEW. You want to see Kenny come back, and you want to see if you if Kenny comes back and the Bucks come back, and they or and they like go up against Death Triangle for the trios titles. You know, is that are you gonna dig mm-hmm. that? And they just ignore all the shit. I mean, I really hope when Kenny comes back, he has nothing to do with the trios titles. Like, right. And and I actually hope the Bucks go back to the tag team titles. Like, they don't need to do the trio. You don't want to see a Kenny CM Punk feud when they come back? I, I would, I mean, yeah, of course. I would love that. I would love yeah, it. Exactly. So let's great, a, let's yeah. be wrestling fans and let's be honest. Now, let's move on and talk about Paige for a sec. So, Paige, so Paige it seems like, uh, you know, it seems like she's cleared to wrestle, right? We had heard she was cleared to wrestle for a while, right? But WB wasn't clearing her, similar to Daniel Bryan's situation. <laughs> I don't know the deal with Paige, and I probably should have looked into it a little bit more, but I don't know the deal with Paige. Yeah, it says, after being told in 2018 that she she would never wrestle again, it looks like Soraya will be an active competitor in AEW. That was reinforced on commentary where Taz said she can go. Soraya can flat out go. I mean, that doesn't, that line does not, does not confirm it per se, but it sounds like the commentators are, are making your expectations known that she can wrestle. Yeah, right. But I she had said that she was cleared to wrestle. Um, I had heard that her and Corey Graves both cleared to wrestle. So uh, John Rodriguez asks, what kind of impact do you think Paige Soraya will make in AEW? Will she have a Daniel Bryan like revival of her career in of her in ring career? Or do you think WWE is right to keep her on the shelf with her injuries? Very intricate question. You know, I, I, I T, TBD, right? I mean, we don't know. I mean, I guess we got to see what why she's here in her Effie jacket. You know, like it's, uh, it's Paige. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have the faith in. Like I said, I don't have the faith in Tony Khan to make this relevant. Like he doesn't believe in the women get drawing ratings. He doesn't give them any kind of day. Like when was the last time we had a meaningful woman's storyline? Like. They had Jamie Hayter and, and Britt Baker standing right there, and then they put them back together. So I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Well, what I'm he's saying, got, is- he's got talent, and now you have Paige. Like, like do something with this, please. All right. Well, a couple things. If you remember when Sting debuted, right? It's Sting. Sting, the lights went out. He had really cool music. It was snowing. Every time Sting would come out, it was snowing, if you remember. <laughs> yeah. But that was pretty cool. Soraya came out, and her music kind of, like, didn't hit very nice. And mm-hmm. she has kind of a generic song now, you know. It wasn't that It wasn't that great. No of fireworks. A, yeah. <laughs> of, a, of a debut uh, just from a production standpoint, considering yeah, how big of a deal Paige is, you know, she's a. <clears throat> it pisses me off so much, Dan. She I think that's could, my number one thing top, with AEW. She's probably the. God, I, I would say this. She's probably the top AEW women's wrestler, and she hasn't even wrestled a match for me. Yeah. Like, because she's a huge name, and she's like a big talent. I mean, she has a movie, a pretty great movie named after her, you know, like or, or made yeah. after her story. Played by F- Florence Poog, Poog, who's like a Poog, Poog, I think it's Poog, uh, who's a big star. Poogs? It's like a big star, you know? That's like not a yeah. no-name actress, you know? Uh, people forget that about her, you know? Um, and so I think 
if they can't get Paige over, it's hard to know because she hasn't been doing this in so long, you know. It's not – Paige was pretty great, but it's not like she ever really, for me, hit, like, an amazing stride in WWE. She was definitely deserving of her push and stuff. She was one of their better talents, but she never hit, like, where Becky was or where Charlotte is. You know, I would say I, I don't even know if the, she ever really I, hit where like Bailey is. To be honest, I, I would even you know? say she just didn't. She was on path to do that, and yeah. I think it just got derailed. You know, yeah, and that's always my gripe with the WWE how they treat women, the women's titles, because it's like you can main event a WrestleMania, not main event, but you can win the WWE Women's Championship they, at a mania and not even be like close to like a fully cooked talent you know well um, i think that's definitely changed now though right and that's getting that's definitely getting better that's why i've never ever had a problem with them uh keeping the title on charlotte you know mm-hmm. uh ronda becky the, uh biancas there's a couple of talents yeah. that are like just way better than the other women and it's like it, it should that only elevates everybody for that you know for to treat those wrestlers as uh as just, as longtime champions, look at like Roman. He's a champion for two years. It makes him so much better, you know. And, and the WWE the women's guy. division, the WWE women's division is thriving so much right now. And you mentioned Becky and Charlotte; they're not even there. Sasha, Naomi, like four of their top wrestling women's superstars are aren't even there yet. I mean, we are when they come back. It's, I mean, it. Thank God Raw's three hours, you know, like they're going to need to start finding some time. And um, what was I going to say? Shit. Oh, and also fucking uh, this Bray Wyatt stuff or the tease, this white rabbit thing. You, have you, yeah. Did you see this? I mean, it's like. Yeah, well, did insane. you see I, I texted you? Yeah. So in the back of the Rollins, uh, Matt Riddle. um extreme rules poster there's like fireflies and lanterns in the background yeah uh which is a nice catch by people that's great i mean look look both shows are great right both shows we the fact that we get aw and w we're, I, I just have to reiterate we're not like competing we're not like i'm not being like oh i am definitely shit, not, not yeah i'm definitely not saying that about aw i love him i love john moxley i love so much about it give me keith lee versus fucking wardlow please but Raw and WWE in general is truly in a money zone right now. Uh, um, money. And the momentum too. with Triple H in charge, the momentum seems to be like nonstop. Like it's keep going, right? This train is nonstop. not slowing down. With the, they literally found out the announcement of War Games matches in Survivor Series. Breathes. I mean, it just shows you how much more Triple H is on the pulse of the the what's mm-hmm. good, because the mm. Eh, well, mm. <clears throat> because Survivor Series has been a nothing pay per view for years now, like years. It's literally been a pay per view where they like like card out Goldberg, right? I think even last year they had like gold, a Goldberg match on Survivor Series, if I'm not mistaken. Like they, so. they've been like, oh, we got to bring out an old, you know, an old star. They've had no stakes. They had the years where it was like NXT was involved, you know, when it was black and gold, and then they kind of like yeah, NXT, let that NXT go. NXT won one year, right? They let that go, you know. So 
to now have Survivor Series War Games. What a perfect way to combine those two, you know? Yeah, I think uh, we're only going to get two War Games matches. It's going to be a men's match and a women's match. Right. And and you still have a Survivor Series match? I think we're going to get a lot of cool different matches. Like, I think right. we're going to see some 3v3s. Like, we're, we're set up for Imperium versus Sheamus, Butch and fucking what's his name? Uh, 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 Ridge Holland, you Ridge know, Holland, like yeah. that would be a dope Survivor Series match. How about Judgment Day with Dominic Mysterio versus like Edge and AJ and uh, and Ray Mysterio and then Dom and Ray are the last ones, you know, like you could do three V three matches and then you could do some bigger. It's maybe four versus four, yeah. you know, but like I think it's going to be dope to see who they end up, who the bloodline end up ends up going against, like because it has to be bloodline, right? And I'm thinking we're gonna get like, dude. You know what I just I thought of today? It's like, how how far off is Cody from coming back? Like, can you imagine if like they built the team with like Street Profits, Ricochet, uh, you know, who, whatever? Yeah, it's a like fucking Kevin Owens. I don't care. <clears throat> and you get Cody to return to face the fucking Bloodline. Man, it would be insane, insane. Well. I like think that Cody, Cody isn't Cody's come out not the here. Rumble. It just is a waste to even do it before that, you know. It's f- it's but fine. I, I think I'm just like when I'm watching WWE. If we're, I mean, where we can go all over the place. I just want to say something positive about AEW because I, I we were going we were going down the critical path, but there was a yeah. lot of positive there. By the way, the matches yeah. were great. We'll get to that. But I do think Triple A, uh, Chris Jericho with the ROH title is very cool. Um, yeah, well, I, I think, think that's uh, there's a purpose to that, you know. Well, for the Daniel Garcia stuff? No, I think I think they're just trying to get more exposure to ROH to hopefully get like some kind of TV deal or something, you know? Like true TV or something that they can put it on. Yeah, but also just like having ROH talent try to take the title off of yeah Jericho and getting to work with Jericho. You know, like if you get to see like uh, – well, I don't know about did Jonathan Gresham not ask for his release? I don't know what was going on. I there. believe so. Yeah. But he's an example of a dude. It's like him versus Jericho. Like that's fucking cool. And to kick that off with you know Cesaro versus Jericho, it's awesome. So I do dig that. You know, um, Paige. Paige, I ah man, I don't know where they're gonna go with Paige. What story you gotta tell with Paige? I don't know. We'll just wait to see on that. All right, so WB. When I'm watching WB, I think the <laughs> thing that's so – I mean, we say it all the time, but I think the thing that's so cool is, like, uh, Riddle is really – like, him, Austin Theory. They have a couple of dudes who are now just big stars on the show, but also – Mysterio, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dominic Mysterio is a big star on the show this week. There's no question about that. Uh, he's definitely like propped up. <laughs> he's definitely propped up on stilts, you know. By he's like surrounded by like three of the best talents, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, and Rhea Ripley's accent was making me die, but she's just like keep booing, <laughs> like you know, she's like boo all you want. Oh, I mean, <laughs> nuclear heat. New the dude Dominic got. He couldn't even speak, and then when he was, that you couldn't hear him. They were booing the fucking shit out of him. It, yeah. I mean. Judgment Day, listen. Cool. I mean, they're fucking awesome. I cannot wait till Rhea Ripley starts to go in the ring, too. It's going to be sick. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely dig it. But I'm saying, like, 
the there's a there's a couple of these talents which are like Riddle, Austin Theory, and what's really cool about these guys is that like this is when you watch the show just from a production standpoint because I watched Grand Slam and then I went right into Raw, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. like all the colors, right? Yeah, like the, I know it sounds so small, but you're like the colors of all this was I was like wow the the like. Everything looks so fucking great from a production yeah. standpoint, you know? And you're like, like man, like you riddle and all the theory, you just watch them. You're like, everything here, these guys are popping off the screen right now. They're yeah. jacked. They're handsome. You know, they got clear characters, you know? And you're just like, this is fucking great, you know? It's great. <laughs> it's so it's great to man. see. And it's great to see that juxtaposed with a guy like Kevin Owens being put back in the mm. black. Losing, mm. you know, losing color and being known as kind of like the guy who's going to fucking just throw you off the stage again. You know, mm. dude, that segment Very with him fun. and Johnny, but that segment with him and Johnny Gargano backstage had me fucking dying, dude, dying. I'm so pumped. Johnny's in, in on this era of WWE because yeah. he's going to shine so much. He's going to be sober. And, you know, Kevin's going to turn on Johnny at some point. If Johnny gets in the way of his chances, you know Kevin's gonna fucking take him out. It's, I think it, here's another match I want. I want Johnny, Kevin Owens, and Braun versus Alpha Academy and Austin Theory. Give me that. And and watch that. Braun is wrestling Otis on SmackDown. Like, what is, what are the odds that the ring's gonna break on Friday? If that's the main event, I'm telling you right now, heard it here first. That ring is fucking breaking on Friday. For sure. Wait, what's the match Collapsing. Friday? Braun versus Otis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great match. It's also a good I mean, spot. Nice booking on Braun Strowman coming back. Just having him uh-huh. just be like the spectacle talent, you know? He's doing the fucking Wardlow powerbombs, too. Did you, just ba- did you just bail on that control your narrative shit? He was just like, all right, bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, EC3 even- had to be like, yeah, Braun Strowman still had unfinished business in WWE. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I mean, technically still controlling his narrative, you know? Yeah, because their whole thing was just like, yo, like, we're not gonna, we're, no one controls us. And then it's like, for, except for the right amount of money. Yeah, as long as they give me a million dollars, it's fine. Yeah. Um, Jumping back, because I want to fill a Paul Collingsworth question here. Is, is, it, is, mm-hmm. it a, is it a good idea to have Mox champ over Danielson? What's the logic here of having a three-time champ in such a stop-start fashion? I think they had to put the title back on Mox because just to reset it back to what it was before they gave it to Punk. Because I think if they just throw it on Danielson, I think they want to have Danielson have a more proper run, right? Because I think they're going to gear up for an MJF title run. You know, yeah. So I, I think, think when Danielson wins, I think they want Danielson to be properly positioned to be a champion, like not just an yeah. accidental champion. Because Mox When's was already that? a champ, so it's kind of a it's kind of just a reset for Mox. That's how I see it. Yeah, you just that that could be a long time from now. Though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always dangerous when you're talking about Brian uh, Daniel Bryan. You I'm know, same. I, yeah, but I do think they're going into a. I, and I think part of MJF's thing is like he's. I think MJF takes this title at the next thing, you know. I so, think he's got it. Yeah. yeah, I mean he has the chip. So what? What? How does the chip work? 
it's not like a money in the bank briefcase, right? It's not, but it kind of is. Like he can determine when he wants the match. Right. So, so like, he... he can pick any, but he can't like cash it in. But like he can be like, I want a match tonight on Dynamite. Okay, but you can't just like as the match ends, you can't yeah. just, you can't just cash in or you can't join. At a least match. that's the vibe I'm getting. I saw Tony say something about it too, so that's what I think. That's what I'm thinking it is. The chip is so much worse than the briefcase. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, and they also... it's like they almost just copied the briefcase, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah the, 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 I like that. Listen, I like that they just have a money in it. I think eventually people would just be let it go, like because MJF is holding that chip, and I'm just like this chip. Every time I would just keep looking at a chip, be like that chip looks so dumb. Am I wrong? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's like he's like all serious in his suit, and he's holding a huge poker chip, like a toy poker chip. It just was silly, you know. Silly. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. I guess they're back to a corner there. Is there another option better than a chip? Like, I mean, a chip, a chip might be the second best choice over a contract. Over <laughs> a briefcase? The manila folder. Oh, let me tell you something. WWE the manila folder. Cha- change that green briefcase, man. That thing looks fucking janky. The green money it's, in the bank briefcase? Uh, yeah, it's lame. Yeah, I don't like it. They should just make it black. It would look so sick if it was black. With the gold, it would look awesome. There's no business being green. Yeah, I agree. The green one is definitely whack. Uh, maybe somebody should spray paint it. Anyway. Um, so, Bray, is he coming back? Bray's definitely coming back. I mean, there's no question about that. He's definitely not going. Man. To, he's not going. To I mean, AEW. there was this 923 tease. He's got we got QR codes in the crowd. People and takes you to a website. It's apparently paying homage to like a interview he did back in the day where like it's like who ruined the world you did like, but also like the first letters picked said demon. I mean I deep dived into this thing let me tell you, and then I saw something the other day that they said maybe the fun house is coming to life and like I almost called him crisscross carrying cross is the rabbit Scarlet is I forgot her name something the witch. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, Braun, yeah. Braun's the ham. <laughs> um, uh, what was the other one? There's the rabbit. There was the pig. There was like the Cena pig. Yeah, that was Braun. Oh, so they think that they might. He might be bringing them back. To I life. think those guys don't like each other, right? Well, yeah, maybe probably not. Oh well, they were in control your narrative together. Bray? No. Oh, you're saying Bray? Same Braun and, and uh, Karen. No, Bray and Braun are, I think. Oh, was Karen crossing control your narrative? For like three minutes, I think. Karen Cross is an interesting talent. I, I, I like him a lot more when he doesn't shave his head. When he has, when he has hair, he looks a lot better. Think so? I don't know why you shave your head when you have hair like that. He's got great, great hair. You don't like it? I don't know. I I think he looks cool with the shaved head. Right. Looks more menacing. All right, fine. You're allowed to. You're allowed to believe you, that. Can, you can imagine me. a uh, Bray Wyatt era in WWE right now. Like, I mean, that's the precisely the guy to take the title off Roman. You know? Yeah. 
I uh, dude, crazy. I I'm jumping all over the place. Wow. I Wait, I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm seeing that AEW's numbers go down for the biggest show of the year. They're saying that Dynamite had law didn't have Grand Slam. And over a million viewers. So yeah, he was bragging about was he was bragging about million dollar gate and a million viewers first time ever in AW history. Cool. All right. Or at least anyway. dynamite history. All right. Fine. Whatever you say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I'm like, oh my God, my throat. Guys, I'm like sick. It is so annoying, Tula. It's so yeah, man. It is so annoying. Being, being sick is like yeah. so mid. It's, it's so annoying. annoying. By the way, mid. I forgot about my shirt. I'm wearing the Republic of Lucha. I did commentary on Saturday. Yes. Uh, for Republic of Lucha. You and Kevin Gillis. Yeah, it was uh, to uh, sec- celebrate uh, Mexico's Independence Day. The show, Dolores. Um, I learned about that. They were teaching me about Mexico Independence. It was great. Love that for you. Um, got to call another Lucha Bros match. Lucha Bros versus uh, The Factory. Aaron Solo and QT Marshall uh, tag match. Uh, let me tell you, I got to tell you about QT Marshall. In person, this dude's pretty big, you know. He's 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 in pretty good shape, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was getting some great heel heat from the, from this crowd. They really hated him, you know. Yeah. Uh, he was fucking it, but. Boy, boy, oh boy, if you can watch the fucking Lucha Bros. I'm sitting basically front row at a Lucha Bros match. If you can watch, like, Ray Phoenix and uh, Pentagon wrestle, you know, in person, you have to you have to see this dude. Yeah. It's like, it's, uh, the thing is that with the shit, the, I don't know, I don't want to say this about all Lucha wrestling, but the way those guys wrestle on TV doesn't even do it justice. Because there's something about the uh, the noise element, like the mm-hmm. live element of there, like Ray Phoenix was chaining, chaining like combo kicks, like in springs off the you know off the ropes and stuff. Mm-hmm. They also incorporate all these like crazy slaps. So like the noises, you're like, wait, what, what was the impact on that? You know, <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. I, I, so when I've, you see I've seen them live in person a bunch, it's it's amazing. Yeah. But even I've seen them wrestle and I've been like kind of far away. If you got to see these guys wrestle fucking yeah. close up, mm-hmm. you know, it's crazy. The other guy I wrestled, watched wrestle close up was crazy as Pac, ironically. There's just a couple of these dudes who when you watch what they do close up, you're like, oh, my God, they're, they're not even human. Cesaro's another one who's like fucking great. Cesaro, mm-hmm. you know, some wrestlers benefit from watching on TV mm-hmm. <laughs> like The Miz. <laughs> some wrestlers benefit from <laughs> like the Miz. Like the Miz. I've, I remember I watched Miz at like a house event one time, like a live event, and I was like, all right, yeah. like, you know, that's not that impressive, you know? <laughs> he's wrestling as safe as possible, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's fucking great, the Miz. I, I love the Miz, you know? But, uh, yeah, but it's nuts. Anyway, I don't know. Great. Fucking crazy times. I do think Paige, now that just Paige is popping in my head, I keep just thinking about where where are they going to go with Paige, you know? 
Imagine if they kept their name as Page, then they have Adam Hangman Page. They'd have uh, <laughs> what other page? Ethan Page. Ethan, Ethan page. page. Oh my God! They should do the page. It's called the same page. Uh, Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Brian Cage. I think what they do with Page is she has got to be a huge baby face, right? Beat Jade, I guess. I don't know. The Russell Jade. I think she's gonna have to. I mean, the best thing for her to do is immediately get into a feud with Britt Baker. It would be must watch TV. Yeah, she has to come out Not and just be like, "Yo, thing. they they wouldn't let me be." She have to pull a little bit of what Punk did, where it's like, "They wouldn't let me be me over there." Like I couldn't do my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think... mean, she, her, and Britt Baker would be Electric Factory. I don't even know how that works, though. So how is like? How is like a wrestler not allowed to wrestle in WWE at all? You know, they're not even. I, but then AEW, they're allowed to wrestle. I, I like. I, I don't even understand. We don't know what was going on in WWE. They might have the, just been not having a wrestle. She was on like what was that show? Like yeah, but Fox. they didn't wrestle. Let, they didn't let her wrestle for like five years. So what I'm was, saying is that like, but she's cleared. Like what? What's the benefit of that? Why? Why would they not she, want her to wrestle? I don't know. Well, I know, but I don't, I, I don't know they, how it works. She's clearly a star. Like they didn't even let her wrestle through when her movie came out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's 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 odd when a wrestler is like cleared. Like say that with Daniel Bryan. Like Daniel Bryan was it's, it was cleared by his own doctors for years, and then he has to get WWE. So it's like, is WWE have their own re- doctors who are like you know they're like oh what we you know what I mean? Like they're like. I guess like Vince at the time is 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 saying like if the, this is the only doctor and and this doctor is super conservative about it. <laughs> I guess it, so. it also seems just odd that Vince or someone like a Vince, you know, would be like so precious about his talent. I don't know. They don't seem like they don't give. You know, they don't seem like they're so like these are risk takers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I guess you hear stories about Vince, like back in the attitude era. You would hear like anytime yeah, I mean, Foley would do something, he would come to the back, and Vince would be like, "You're never allowed to do that again." You know? Yeah. It's like he would get in trouble. Thank God he's gone. And he was about to end the match with it was Kurt Angle and Shane, and he would he was about to end the match like when uh, he didn't go through the glass, and then Shane landed on his neck, and then Shane was like, "No, no I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." You know? So you do hear yeah. about Vince like had more of care for his talent than. You know, I guess more than Tony Khan, right? If he's willing to let Paige wrestle. Yeah, he had more care for his talent when it was his son. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, bro. He, he the, uh, the, the risks he would let oh, his family take. You know what I mean? Wild, wild, Shane. Uh, <laughs> a lot of you're gonna see a lot of things. So Seth, Seth Rollins. Some of them. Oh, he's saying. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, oh, you do. Oh shit. You know. By the way, I have the board up. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Shit. Oh, it's plugged in, so it's won't work here. You'll remember a night she'll really? never forget. Welcome, everyone, to Raw Underground, where there are very little rules, lots of excitement, carnage, chaos, and, quite frankly, lots of things that I personally would like to see. And one thing I want to say, which I think you all will as well, 
is our next contest. <laughs> oh, my God. Shane sucked so bad towards the end. I mean, Jesus. Uh, ooh, is this Bobby Lashley promo? This T-shirt is fit for a champion. Get yours now. Crazy how Bobby Lashley, I always thought was such a jabroni. I'm a huge, I'm a huge mark for Bobby Lashley now. You know? Yeah. He really won me over. His shirt says he's timeless, and I'm like, fair. I mean, this guy <laughs> looks incredible still. You know? Great, great U.S. champion. Yeah, he's a great U.S. champion. Uh, Seth Riddle in the fight pit. Is that what we're getting? Ooh, baby, 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 baby. Let's go. Or Extreme Rules already has more match, extreme, like, uh, specialty matches in it than last year. <laughs> Is that confirmed in the at, for Extreme Rules the fight pit? Uh, yes, confirmed. I don't know if that was going to be on a Raw. It's going to be so sick. Matt Riddle versus, yeah, fight pit match. Have they established, it's weird because Rollins, I don't know if they brand Rollins properly, like, uh, we're like, oh, Riddle, I mean, like, where we know he does a fight pit, but do you think the audience knows that he does a fight pit? Like, the Raw audience? No. I think they uh, need to make it clear that he was uh, a, well, a MMA fighter. Um, Rollins even said when he was yelling at him, I'll, I'll, I'll beat you in your own, like, home, you know, like, kind of thing, you know, or in your own backyard, like, yeah, saying that he was a UFC fighter, and they, and he mentioned it recently in a promo too. Oh, I think so he said in an interview or something about he was like doing a kayfabe interview and said something about uh, Riddle not being able to uh, last in in UFC because it wasn't Dana didn't fire him. He like couldn't get his shit together, you know. But um, yeah. I'm I'm here for that. I'm a hundred percent here for that. And we're even getting Liv versus Ronda in a. Uh, Extreme Rules match, um, which I think is going to be awesome, too. Ronda, yeah. uh, if Ronda gets a hold of a Kendall stick, fucking watch out. <laughs> it feels like they have some kind of plans for Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss because they, like, won't let Alexa Bliss, like, drop the, like, what's it, Lola which, or whatever? Like, she she, Man, what? Alexa Bliss is so talented, dude. She wrestles such a good fucking match. Well, against she Bailey? Rule. Yeah. Good. She's looking very fit right now. Oh, so, yeah. That's I was noticing. She's like in prime shape, yeah. like wrestling shape. Like uh, it's good to have her back. A hundred percent. Man, the woman's roster stacked. Alexa, Alexa Bliss is so talented. She's a little like I, I. I always, you know, you bring it up. I always get like a little peeved when I see like great, like women talent. Like they just come out in like a block of like three random wrestlers. You know. Like she just walked yeah. out. Well, who she with? Like Bianca, and, and you're like, all right, whatever. Oscar. But she, yeah, yeah. And, I, and you're like, yeah, but she stood out this week. That's yeah, and they had a good match with Bailey. And Bailey yeah, like actually doing pretty good. Like I'm, she... I'm digging Bailey right now too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm digging Bailey. She seems like a real shit bag heel. You know, yeah. um, she's mad annoying. I don't get the outfit she's wrestling in. It's like kind of odd because it, when you see it at first, you're like her gear. It's like is she. Dressed a wrestler, or she just impromptu has a match. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? A lot of pockets. Yeah, a lot of pockets. She's it's she's like looks like she's a member of like the Hardys, right? A little bit like <laughs> it's like Lita esque. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not exactly. I'm not, I'm not exactly loving it, you know. But uh, I don't know. Should be fucking good. What what matches do you think we're getting uh, in the war games? What do you think it's gonna be Imperium? Versus, I don't uh, know. I, I'm I'm hoping Imperium versus those guys. 
Oh, did we talk about the? I don't think we did. So a couple things that happened. I don't think we talked about. Did we talk about Logan Paul and Roman Reigns last? We week? talked about it last week. Yeah, a little bit. We did okay, but then Solo uh, relinquishes yeah, the North American title, NA title, right? Yeah. So and Shawn Michaels seems to be running things now in NXT. I mean. Why did he give up the North American title? I'm like, I felt like Solo would have been good to keep going in NXT. I think so. My 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 theory, Austin theory on this is that I think Triple H wanted to get some exposure down to NXT, so he had him win that like North American title. Because then on Thursday he was in the press conference. You saw it there. Friday they had a match, got some love on SmackDown. Now it goes back down. They're announcing that's. Solo's going to be there. They call it, you know, you know, that happens. So, and then they also get that ladder match at Halloween Havoc now, which is how the North American title was Rob, won by Adam Cole originally. Cool. I think I was looking <laughs> something up and then it played a video. Paul uh, Shear. Uh, yeah. Paul Shear on Last Improv Show. Yeah. Was that your surprise guest? Uh, yeah. Surprise guest on Last Improv Show on, uh, uh, Monday show, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was great. What were you saying? No, man, no, I'm just excited. I think it's, I think it's good times. I, I, I think. When is the Saudi this Saudi show? Oh, good call. I think it's I November fifth. Did I make that up? Uh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Looking up. Look up Extreme Rules too. I think Extreme Rules is like, is it October like third or something? Yeah, November fifth is Crown Jewel. When's uh when's uh Extreme Rules? So Extreme November fifth is I have Brown Jewel, and then they go right into Survivor Series uh in November too. So yeah. Extreme Rules. Extreme. Extreme. I'm looking at all the reasons. Yeah. So Where is that show? October eighth. So it's October eighth. So they're they're pretty far apart. They're just announcing the Saudi show. Look. Pretty early. This is a Saturday. They're doing all Saturday pay per views. I love it. Hey, it should be dope. And now I'm back in the states, so I get Peacock. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty damn excited to have Peacock again. Uh, yeah, bro. I think it's, that's it, it, man. It's. I mean, yeah. Everything's just good. I. Uh, I. The only thing I keep thinking about is what the hell the plan is for theory with this. <laughs> case because as much as people keep talking about the roman reigns like title situation i keep reading all this shit in the sheets everything in the sheets is about how reigns like they're like oh they're trying to get the title off of rain like one of them off of him Mm -hmm. you know they're trying to figure out how to do it but you're like theory i guess he's not i don't think maybe by mania he'll be in a place to cash in you know, like maybe he'll be in a good place, but like if if they go Rock or they go Cody, you want Austin Theory to be cashing in on like the Rock or something? Like I don't know. Could be cool though if like the Rock wins the titles and then Austin Theory catches in on the Rock. You know, not the worst. And then that's the Rock giving a rub to like a huge rub to a young star. You know, it's like huge, huge. You know, I love that fucking. That would be fucking crazy. But here's the I, real I'm also question. Cool with- we can right, end on this. This is the real question. Mm-hmm. This this rock match seems to be the plan, right? The rock, I think he lives it so far now, all right. But he's got a nice, he's got a nice little one bedroom uh, duplex, and this, he lives at the fifty yard line. 
Um, but uh, do you want? We keep. I've asked it before, but do you rock Roman? Do you want that at the expense of Cody? Like we get no, we don't get Cody Roman. Would you rather see Cody Roman or Rock Roman? Oh, I mean, I, I would love to see both. Because I, well, I would rather see Rock Roman. I think that's. More, I'd rather see Rock Roman too. More, but for a more time, I, I said the opposite, but now I'm like, okay, I'd rather see Rock Roman. That's just crazy. Com- we- that's a that's just an insane big deal that match is just crazy you know i mean the money the money way they could try and flush you the money way they could try and figure it out is if roman was to lose the titles before mania and then rock yes roman wasn't for the titles and like seth became champion you know and cody wins the rumble like i think if all that happens that before rumble or at royal rumble i think i think that's where like the money zone is because I think Seth Cody would be like, and you have that main event night one and then rock Roman main event night two. And, and like, man, you well, the thing is that better. are you saying? Cause probably the move is to get those titles off Roman for rock Roman, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Cause you don't need the titles on the line, but at the same time, if Roman beats the rock and you know, that's pretty much at the same, I know, but at the same time, like the rock is one of these rare guys, you know, where like he's it's not you wanna kind of think that he might have a title run in him. You know what I mean? Uh, like hundred percent does. Cause he cause cause you could believe it. Like he's you could believe that Cena's he'll, he'll, he'll win it. that match. Right. Yeah, we see Cena's Cena's like ten years younger, you know? I wanna know their ages right now. The Rock's probably just turning 50. I think so. I'm going to say 44. The Rock's 50 years old. Wow. Born in 1972. He's exactly 50. He turned 50. You know? So. How old is John Cena? Brother, Cena turned 40 last year. Oh, Cena's 45? Dude, that's crazy. I saw something that if Cena doesn't have a match this year. Yeah, it will be the first time since he debuted that he won't have a match in a in a like a year, like in a full year in wrestling. Wow, John Cena is forty five years old, and The Rock's fifty. That doesn't even make sense. I thought that The Rock, Cena. I God, I feel like two seconds ago the Cena was talking about turning forty. That was already five years ago. Nuts. You know, Cena has, has, old man. Cena has a fucking ex-wife. Do you know that? He has an ex-wife? Yeah, Cena was married. Cena was married uh, until... Also... And he broke off the engagement with Nikki Bell. Yeah, but he now was also married. married he, just to... got ma- he just got married. Yeah, he got married to someone named Shay Shariza Dead. Shay Stadium? He, married, he just married Shay Stadium. The actual stadium. He loves an inanimate object. Elizabeth, uh, and also a, a, he loves a demolished stadium. Um, yeah, who is the the Rock here? John Cena's. This is John Cena's wife. Who is she? I don't know, man. <laughs> she was born in Iran. She's thirty three years old. 
Uh, yeah, I'm like, who who is John Cena? Is it a weird? Thirty three, like, huh? See, yeah. that's nice. I'm thirty seven. <laughs> I think that's good for me. Like he hasn't, you know, he's forty five. He's just getting, you know, he's he's married. I see myself doing that. Look at this, John Cena's wife is just as accomplished old. WWE star as himself. Certainly what? can't. That can't be true. I'm reading this is a people. People. Are you reading People Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> you reading the Inquirer. <laughs> Wait. According to marriage certificate obtained by People, the actor and pro wrestler married his girlfriend on October 12, 2020, at an attorney's office in Tampa, Florida. Mm. Couple have been linked romantically since March 19, 2019, when they they met on the set of Cena's 2019 film Playing with Fire. Which was filmed in Canada, where Shariza De originates. Nearly two years after tying the knot, the two hosted a second wedding celebration in Vancouver. Love that. Um, The couple's marriage. She resides in Vancouver. Was born in in Iran. She's an engineer. She worked in Canada as a product manager. Before that, she worked at Motorola. Solutions and research thermal does cameras she have f- and video intercom systems, according to her LinkedIn profile. Where does her familiarly uh, reside? Familiarity. Familiality. Familiarly. Familiarly is the word. Familiar- I've always enjoyed familiar- math Familiarly. Familiarly. Listen, let me tell you. All I got to tell you about Cena's wife is nerd alert. She's always enjoyed math and physics. My brother studied engineering in school, and I remember one day he came home with a project, and it was an autonomous car, and that did was your it. Mom, did your mom used to read the National Enquirer? No. Your mom? No. My mom Isn't it crazy we just like don't know who John Cena is just married to some woman, and we don't know yeah. her at all? Good. That's you know? how it should be. That is how it should be, right? Yeah. You should just go to Vancouver and get married when you want to. Yeah. And if you want to get married in advance so she can hop on your benefits or you can hop on hers if you're an actor and you probably don't get them are you um yeah that's a good idea too low are you ready to play um name that wrestler's wife yeah <laughs> are, you re- are you ready to play one before we add here are you ready for one round of name that wrestler's wife yeah all right name a wrestler and i'll tell you about their wife <laughs> wait no I, let's play it like a game show. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up a wrestler's spouse. This isn't by. I don't have to be wife. This could be spouse. I'm gonna read about a wrestler's spouse to you, and you have to guess what wrestler it is. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I love this. Okay. This first one's gonna be very easy. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do, all right. All right. <laughs> I have to figure out how to get this information though. So this is not gonna be that smooth. All right. Okay, this wrestler's wife's name is Rebecca Quinn. They got married in January 2019. She's also a professional wrestler. They have a daughter uh, named Rue who was born on who the is, uh Who is Seth Rollins? That's right. Seth Rollins talking about Becky Lynch. Ding, 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 ding. My soundboard died, so we can't, I can't give you the credit that you deserve. Can't even hit the moves. Can't even hit the moves. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, now this is going to get significantly harder, okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you just have to give me a moment, okay, to think of a wrestler who is married. All right, 
I just thought of a wrestler. I just thought of a wrestler, and I'm going to look up and I'm gonna get info about their spouse. Okay. Dude, this is, oh, I need a Wikipedia page. This wrestler. Wikipedia seems to be not as prevalent as I like it. Okay. That's one of my boomerists. Okay. Boomerists. Oh, no. This wrestler's divorced. Damn it. <laughs> Maybe well, all right. So read me the profile about the divorced <laughs> wife, and maybe I could guess who it is. Still, okay. Well, yeah. So let's see. Okay, <laughs> while on tour with WB in England, this wrestler met German model Denise Hartman. They were married on May twenty fifth, two thousand one. Um, and they had a daughter in December 2013. Um, and he had to, during a time when he had to take off because he had a concussion. Um, uh, that's all I have. Her name is Denise Hartman. And, uh, she is a, uh, German Libra. model. <laughs> She's married to, a... which wrestler do you believe is married to a German model? 2001? Well, a long yeah, time. I figured out a better way to do this, by the way. Okay. Okay. Is this person still wrestling now? Yes. But not in WWE anymore. Ooh. <laughs> this. <laughs> all uh, info about this woman. Chris, is th Chris Jericho? No. Ooh. No. Good choice, though. Uh, 20 years ago. Uh, Sting. Sting. No. <laughs> Christian Cage. His wife wow. is Denise Hartman, a German model. That he met. Good for Christian Cage. Yes. Um. Wow. Did you know where Chris Jericho was born? Manitoba, Canada. Manhasset. Oh, yeah. He's born at the that. same hospital I was born at. <laughs> well, because his dad was on the Rangers, right? Yeah. He went well, to Jericho, I think. Didn't he? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's why he's called Jericho, because he went to Jericho High School. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this wrestler, his name is. Jess Lockhart. Uh, this this wrestler was. I said that without even thinking about it. I said Jericho without even <laughs> really? remembering oh, his God, name is Chris God. Jericho. Fucking maniac. Oh, All right, different yeah. wrestler. Okay. His wife's name is Jess Jessica Lockhart. She was born on August 30th, 1974, New York. They met uh, in Tampa, Florida, through fellow wrestler Disco Inferno, <laughs> who's a mutual friend. Oh no. <laughs> They married on July 30th, 2000. Um, she has a quiet personality reserved from the spotlight with the exception of the brief appearance on this wrestler's social media, pro social media profiles. Uh, they, have, they have one boy named Ash and identical twin girls named Sierra and Cheyenne. The family of five currently reside in Tampa, Florida. 
Are they currently wrestling? Currently wrestles. And they're in, in AEW, but now a champion. Uh, is, is it Chris Jericho? Yeah, it's Chris Jericho. <laughs> it, is, it is Chris Jericho. And uh, obviously, I didn't. <laughs> Great job. You win nothing. Great job. You win the name that professional wrestlers spouse uh, can you, game. Can you tell uh, the, the mage uh, man himself that he owes me a fucking pair of AJ Styles? Uh, yeah. Fucking gl- I'll tell Dipperstein. I might Actually, see him tomorrow. We should tell him. Let's go on their show, and he can, uh, and we can, I can confront them about it. How about that? Well, let's do it. You, he owes you a pair of yeah. Angel Sal's um, gloves. All right, uh, let's get out of here, bro. That was a good time. Okay. I was sick. Thank you guys for dealing with my sickness. Thank you, thank you for as always. Thank you for dealing with Nick Tulo's sickness. Mm. Uh, get up, get up, get down with the sickness. Get down with the sickness, and uh, let's figure out. Well, we'll text, but let's uh, let's try to do that Ooh. House of Dragon, House of the American yeah. Dragon episode. I fucking love it. All right. Everybody, good shit. Patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. You can have fun. Uh, uh, support this podcast. Get access to our Discord for a couple bucks a month. Get access to our bonus episodes when we put them out. And uh, Oh, we got to drop something spicy, too. Oh, yeah. Let's do that next Let's week. Let's do that this week. Yeah, next yeah, week we'll next drop week, that next spicy. Week. We're going to drop something spicy next week. And uh, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Yeah, you can eat my ass, too. Here's up. Eat Tulo's ass. Bye. Bye. <laughs>